Weird. Hey Craig, Who's how's it up? going, man? Hey, hey, it's pretty good. I can't. I still can't hear you in my in the cans on my ears. You I can't, can't hear, hear you. you. You you can hear me. I uh, sadly, sadly, I can hear you. Yes, I can hear me and you in my cans. <clears throat> well, I don't know what's up. I'm using the little little iRig box here. By Look the way, that. they don't pay for, they don't pay for the podcast. But if you, where's my video? Uh huh. Well, iRig box. How fancy! It's, it's awesome for doing recordings, but for some reason. Over Zoom, I'm using it my Rodecaster Pro. I know it's nice. Did you, build, did you take the plastic off? No. So. Oh. And um, it it um, I can't. I'm not hearing my feet. My my monitoring in my ear. Right. Something's not so, right. So uh, it's not as fun for me because I can't hear. But anyway, this is the weird news podcast. The weird Are podcast. You, was, I, was I boring you with that story? Yeah, we got to get right oh. into it. You know, no, we uh, don't. No, we don't. Yeah, no, yeah. Don't. It's the it's We're another in the midst of an apocalyptic apocalyptic coronavirus right now. This is the COVID nineteen edition part two of the weird podcast, and I'm Aaron Lindsay, and I'm Craig, and we're coming to you live from. Our own studios. You're you're in the middle of the mountain somewhere. Sure. Those trees are beautiful, are they not? I'm in the middle of my kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like I have to be quiet because G's upstairs and I don't want to be too loud. Well, what's G doing upstairs? She was working, but she's was just, I don't know what she's doing. That's a nice uh, office up there. It's not bad. Yeah. Air conditioned too. But anyway, we got well, lots well, I've of. Got that, I've got that down here. Well, I, yeah, but still. Upstairs, you know, G uh, G's office. Your daughter, you don't want her to get in. My daughter. Long. Oh, yeah, you're funny. <laughs> you're funny. So what's been going on? Well, we got a lot of weird stories coming at uh, our couple of listeners tonight. Most of them dealing with coronavirus. You're a coronavirus. And our governor just minutes ago. You uh, say our governor. Our, our governor just minutes ago held a press conference. Um. Recommending that schools stay closed the rest of the year, or the dust season, I guess. E's not E was going to go to prom. It looks like that's over. Oh, now. that's so sad. I, I wonder for I, I wonder if everybody would be posting their prom pictures on Facebook in honor of those that can't go to the prom this year. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Like they did with the I graduates. Saw, I know. I saw your picture today of you. Yeah, that's young me. Oh, you didn't see the new picture of you out there. <laughs> Oh, you haven't seen it yet. I'm sorry. Are you ready? Are you ready to get this this episode kicked no, off? No, I mean you, you really have not seen it yet. Okay, I'm just making sure. Story: Pastor who refused to close church amid coronavirus pandemic suggests God will help by multiplying toilet rolls. Ah, that's a miracle. I don't remember in the Old or the New Testament. They didn't use toilet paper rolls back then. How do you know? They used papyrus rolls. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, wait a second. Let me let me get to my right screen for a second because I want to do. Uh, we need to do. You, you know what you're doing. Yeah, I do. 
An evangelical pastor has suggested to his followers that God will help them multiply their toilet paper rolls amid the coronavirus pandemic. How? How clip, exactly? In a clip posted to Twitter, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, leader of the Florida-based Revival Ministries International, told his congregation that this should be a time of supernatural sustenance where, <laughs> where what you have in your hand will multiply. And if you're out of toilet will, paper, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> and every day there will be multiplica- multiplication. Continued. <laughs> you look at your toilet paper roll and you think I'm gonna roll out of. To- I'm gonna run out of toilet paper. But you have another roll where that one was, and you don't know how did that even take place, honey. <laughs> where does Howard- roll come from? It's the softest <laughs> toilet paper. It's like a cloud. <laughs> Howard Brownhand added, <laughs> are the toilet paper rolls getting together and having families now? What is taking place? When you look again, there's still enough. You think you're going to run out, but when you look again, there's still enough. That's supernatural sustenance. Newsweek reached out to Howard Brownhand's church for comment. As COVID-19 rapidly spread across the country, threatening American life and rattling global economies, Howard Brown, on March 16th, told his followers at the River Tampa Bay Church that he will not be closing down because they are not pansies. <laughs> we Can you are use that anymore? Pansies? Yeah. He was referring to a flower. They're yeah. not, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're tulips or something. They're not, they're not pansies. Yeah. We are not stopping anything, he said. I've got news for you. This church will never close. The only time the church will close is when the rapture is taking place. And then after that, it's going to open right back up. Yeah. This Bible school is open because we're raising up revivalists, not pansies. (laughs) That's so funny to me. That's all he said. Especially coming from a pastor. Well, we go from pastors to astrophysicists. Headline is astrophysicist hospitalized for getting four magnets stuck in his nose while making a coronavirus device. So, Craig, don't try this with your little 3D printers and your magnets and your whatnot. I don't 3D print magnets. You could. Yes, coming to us from down under. We used to have a lot of friends down under. Yeah, what happened to all those friends? Oh, one of them still contacts me. Which one? Uh, Dave. <laughs> what? You just made that up. There's not a Dave. There is a Dave. An Australian astrophysicist put himself in the hospital last week. What the? Well, could you control <laughs> your computer, please? I thought I did that already. Anyway. No, you didn't. Well, let me get back to this. An Australian astrophysicist put himself in the hospital last week after he got four magnets stuck up his nose while trying to invent a device to stop people from touching their faces during this pandemic. What do you think he was going for with the magnets? You think he was like going to? I'm trying to imagine. I cannot think of what he would be doing. I I, I can't either. I, I, I don't know. COVID-19 has been commonly spread by close personal contacts such as shaking hands followed by touching your face or by touching an object or surface that contains the virus, and then touching your mouth, nose, or eyes before washing your hands. Uh, So Dr. Daniel Reardon, a research fellow 
That's a fine research fellow. He's a fellow. He's one of the buddies. At the Melbourne University, told the Guardian, he said, that's not a magnet. (laughs) That, he came up with the bright idea to create something to stop face touching during a bit of boredom and while he was in isolation. I have some electronic equipment, but really no experience or expertise in building circuits and things like that, he added. But he did have a piece of equipment that detects magnetic fields. And he reasoned that if he could create such a charged field around his head, (laughs) then wear magnets on his wrist, it could set off an alarm if you brought your hand too close to your face. Instead, instead he got his magnets too close to his brain. You know, I never realized exactly how much I touched my face until they said, don't touch your face. Have you seen it? (laughs) You probably wouldn't if you had. (laughs) That's funny. Powell, Tennessee. This is coming right here in Tennessee. Local, yeah. All right. Local theme? That's not local. Drinking water. Well, we don't have a local theme. The KFC would have been closer than that. Yeah, that's more accurate. Okay, yeah, that's closer. At least that's what people outside of the area think. Naked man charged in Powell sausage assault. You okay? What's so funny? <laughs> Nothing. That headline. <laughs> Naked man charged in Powell's sausage assault. (laughs) This is Powell, Tennessee. One man was taken into custody after court documents showed he was accused of entering a Powell gas station completely in the nude. I said, hey, sir. No, no, never mind. (laughs) According family friendly, according to records, Jalen and Ellen walked up and said, how do you breathe out of that thing, man? (laughs) Jalen, Jalen, Jalen Allen Clay went into the Rocky Top uh, Market. Of course it was. <laughs> on East Emory Road Saturday afternoon without any clothes on. Clay allegedly took a bottle of water and left without paying. Well, he didn't have his wallet. <laughs> well, it's where he keeps it is what they had to worry about. <laughs> a witness told investigators that Clay re-entered the store shortly after and began knocking items off the shelf. Clay allegedly punched one woman in the head that then began throwing sausages at the cashier. Arrest records show Clay was stunned by officers repeatedly stunned. before they were able to take him into custody. Is that anything like tased, I wonder? Stunned, yeah. Now, they they were just jumping out. Things. They were hey. saying things they were saying things to him. He couldn't believe it. What'd you just say? What'd I'm, you say to me? I'm stunned. What did that guy say? What <laughs> I just say to me repeatedly this, they stunned him this is very uh reminiscent of randy travis you remember it, oh, yeah. it sounds remember exactly randy? like it except he had the whole diatribe that he gave the cop in the oh yeah the he, he prayed for the cop to grow up a a, yeah. uh, a tumor <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh randy oh, randy may he rest in peace move along he's not dead gonna, yet is he you gonna read your, you gonna read your story <laughs> Is, he, is Rand, Randy still with us, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Mostly. Okay. Partially. Oh, coronavirus. COVID-19. That Chinese sickness. Headline is, toilet paper startup ramps up and rolls in wake of coronavirus pandemic. With all the businesses shutting down, this, this is a genius idea. But it was just luck. 
because they were just starting this up when the pandemic hit. But I'll read the story now. Why don't you? Because you're boring me to death right now. The coronavirus pandemic has led to panic buying of one item in particular, and of course, that's toilet paper. Stores have been rationing the goods, in some cases, doling out as little as one roll apiece. I haven't seen that, but I've seen one pack apiece everywhere. You can't find one pack anyway. One pack apiece. There's no squares to spare. Pack apiece is my band name for tonight. Oh, nice. Ladies and gentlemen, pack apiece. The, uh, That's not what you're supposed to play. <laughs> the applause button's on a different page. Okay, stores uh, have been r- rationing this, as we said. This uh, sudden demand for what some are calling white gold is providing a challenge and an opportunity. <laughs> for one fledgling family business in Maine where the paper industry has seen some hard times. It's been insane. I don't sleep much. You said insane. It's just been insane said owner Mark Cooper, but he's he spells his name just like uh, our buddy. Uh, our band leader? Yeah, band leader, Mark yeah. Patch. Mark, yeah. M-A-R-C, Cooper. Yeah. But he's up overseeing the early shift anyway. It's a busy industrial scene of forklifts and pallets and workers hustling from machine to machine, turning out rolls of tissue paper. It's been this way since his toilet paper startup, Tissues Plus, was forced into sudden go mode. So mm. they were just in the right. You talk about being in the right place at the right time. Yeah, they yeah. they hadn't even started production yet when this. Yeah, thing we could hit. be millionaires if we could come up with a uh, toilet paper, uh, instant toilet paper machine, or you just put like a couple dollars in and it just makes a roll of toilet paper. It cuts the tree, mills it. I heard that everything. if you go to a church down down somewhere, that the pastor has t- rolls of toilet paper that never run out, never ending rolls. And, well, never everlasting. You, you've got to want them bad enough though. Everlasting. Rolls. You've got to you've got to look down at it and say, "Wow, how's this going to last?" And then suddenly it'll reappear. <laughs> Whoa! So unfortunately, Abundance. they weren't quite prepared. It's like, it's like Charmin from Heaven. Yeah, it is. No, Angel Soft. <laughs> Angel Soft from Heaven. <laughs> yeah, it's more appropriate. <clears throat> so unfortunately, they weren't quite prepared for this to happen so quickly. Cooper says they're doing their best to meet the demand. Uh, he said he's been fortunate that there's been a good workforce available. I bet there is. Probably everybody from the, the town wants to work there now. As a matter of fact, your your son uh, had to get a new job. Cause, yeah, he's working at Wally World. Yeah. Because his job is currently, they're shut down for now. You know, we were craving Chinese food just last <laughs> week, Lori and I. And this good is before look, you told me. Good luck, good luck finding it right yeah, now. Yeah, I went, I went over there and he wasn't there and it was closed. Nobody was there. You think any of them will have the Corona special when they open back up again? Definitely. Just for marketing purposes. And so in desperation, I rode to the other one, you know, over by uh, Wally World. You know, that one next to GameStop. Yeah, I don't, I've never been to that one. It's good. Um, they were closed. Yeah, yeah. So listen to this, Craig. In desperation, again, I rode all the way to Hendersonville to, uh, what is that, Palace? Fortune, Fortune House. Fortune House, yeah. They yeah. were closed. So yeah. we we ended up getting uh, Moe's. Crazy. What about world. what about, now? I'm not. I'm not. Well, I love Moe's, but I'm not a big fan. But why didn't you just go through Panda Express? No, too little for too much. Way too overpriced. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care for. I don't care for that place. It's but American Moe's, Chinese food. Well, you know, most of everything we get is probably American Chinese. Well, maybe. Food, so. but I'm not Moe's, saying. I'm not saying they're Moe's. bad. Moe's. Moe's is good. Welcome I love to Moe's. Moe's. I'm not a Chipotle person. I'm a Moe's person. Yeah, me. Me too. Hundred yeah. percent. All right, shouting over something. 
shouting over the den of the proprietary machinery that does. What were you talking about? I don't even remember. This is the guy that uh, just opened up his toilet paper roll early or toilet paper machinery. Oh, right, 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 right. Plant. plant. Shouting over the den of some proprietary machinery that does something we're not allowed to describe. Employee Jeff Clement is busy keeping the rolls on the rails. Uh, try to take, try to make sure they go in there nice and straight. He explains, "If they get crooked, it'll mess everything up." That was an actual audio clip we had from Jeff Clement. Accurate. Clement, who has spent more than thirty years working at a nearby mill before it closed in two thousand fourteen, uh, he's an abundant ha- has an abundance of paper skills. Did he work for Dunder Mifflin? Uh, I think he did, actually. Um, Thank you. You and that. What is with you in that alert? It's my family. It's and why I, don't you turn off notifications for messages on your Mac? All right, hang, on, wouldn't hang on. No, we have a podcast to do. Keep talking. Keep talking here. He um play sound you know, effects. Just forget it. Just keep going. I turned them off there. Okay. All right. It's a paper making heritage. Uh, anyway, uh, he goes. Um, he decided to use his life savings to launch a new toilet paper factory. You know where, Craig? Bangor, Maine. That's a, wow. Yeah, it's a small riverside city, probably most famous for its association with several Stephen King stories, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's uh, the area. It's not, dairy. it's not dairy. It's not dairy. Dairy is where it happens. You know, though, you should move there, then you could be the Dairy Queen. <laughs> the Dairy Dairy Queen. Queen. If there was a Dairy the Queen dairy. Queen and it was in Dairy's Dairy queen it would be the dairy dairy queen queen it'd be ddq q ddq dairy dairy queen dairy dairy queen queen wait finish the story it's going on way too long the area's paper making heritage coupled with an availability of raw material made sense and the product made sense since it was something people would need every day uh cooper said that he's been able to take on 20 full-time workers so far one of them peter hamill who spent decades at another mill that closed in 2006 See it little Peter Hamill? I think we're going to make it, he says. It's an opportunity, and it's good for the area. brings employment to the area. Who? Okay. All right. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Here we go. More, gotta, more corona news. Got to get ready for this. Let me do a few. Let me do, let me, let me do a few sit-ups real quick. A few jumping jacks. Hold on. No, just read. <clears throat> Police stop driver making 224-mile trip during lockdown to buy a $19 eBay item. <laughs> First of Our all, story t- huh? if, if you're going to drive that far, just dish out 10 bucks for shipping. <laughs> I mean, 224 miles. A motorist was stopped by a, pol- by a police, not a police officer, a police <laughs> on a 224 mile round trip uh, to buy a 15 pound. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. No wonder it wasn't shipped. A 15 pound item. That's $15 or $19. Pounds. $19. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying pound meaning money. Currency. Uh, off eBay in the middle of the coronavirus lockdown with his wife in the boot of the car. That's the <laughs> trunk of the car. The man had driven from Coventry to Salford. His wife is Reader nothing Manchester. like mine. <laughs> we know who would be in the trunk of your car. <laughs> his wife is nothing like yours either. She can get in the <laughs> trunk. No, no, ain't going to happen. He had driven from Coventry to Salford, Greater Manchester, to collect some windows he had bought off of eBay, police said, despite the public being warned only to make essential journeys as part of measures to limit the spread of the virus. 
motorway police who pulled the man over on M6 in Cheshire uh, as he traveled back home were surprised to find his wife in the boot of the car. They said she couldn't fit in the vehicle once the man had collected the purchase, so had to move to the boot for the two-hour journey south. He gave her the boot. (laughs) Sharing the information in the Northwest Motorway Police Twitter feed, the four said, I drive was traveled. uh, A travel has traveled. What's a travel? A (laughs) driver has traveled from Coventry to Salford to collect a 15-pound eBay purchase of windows. His wife could not fit to the vehicle, so she was traveling in the boot for the return, <clears throat> yes, the return journey when uh, they stopped at the M6 Cheshire. The, they said officers wrote out a traffic offense report for the driver. That's the discovery ticket. is not the first tale of people flouting government lockdown rules. Wrote him a Saturday ticket. night. Huh? Wrote him a ticket. Wrote him a ticket. Yeah. Uh, they said officer, okay, wait, 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 wait. on Saturday night, Police in Derbyshire were left absolutely shocked after finding a, a massive karaoke party in <laughs> Normanton, Derby. Officers said they found the gathering uh, found the gathering twenty five adults and children at around ten p.m. on Saturday night. That's not really massive, and had dispersed them, saying it is clear people are still having complete disregard for the government advice and rules. Yes, yes, they are, but. When he said massive karaoke party, I was thinking of hundreds of people. Yeah, that's not really a lot. 25, huh? Maybe it's just a small town and that's like half the town. All right, quarantine. Oh, headline is quarantined New Yorker tries to recreate Italy magic by singing out the window. But instead of creating magic, he gets cussed out. He was told, what was he told here? <laughs> There's a viral video of quarantined Italians singing out their windows. You've seen that, haven't you, Craig? I've seen, yeah. It's pretty cool, actually. It was truly beautiful. I, mean, I, I haven't watched it. I've just seen it. I didn't really watch it. It's awesome. It's worth watching. Uh, I don't like singing Italians. It's an amazing. It's usually, actually mach- a- usually, I've seen all the movies. Usually, they're singing Italians. There's usually machine guns right after. Did you just say you don't like singing Italians? Yeah. Italians. <laughs> Anyway, it's an amazing, haunting, and organic moment caught on video. Italy has been through a lot lately, and that moment was magical and raw and so very human. However, Craig, the reason it was all those beautiful things I just said is that it happened organically. It came from the heart of the moment and desperation and maybe even some hopelessness. Because if there's one thing we need in all seriousness during this time is a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. You know what I'm saying? What are you looking at? Oh, I was uh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention, man. Put the phone down. Here's the thing. You're talking right now, and it's so hard to focus when you're talking. These moments that come from such raw emotions are hard to recreate, even when the circumstances are similar. A quarantined man in New York City discovered that the hard way when he tried to recreate that very magical uh. moment by singing <laughs> out his window. You think he maybe he needed to be in like the little Italy part of... New York or something. However, instead of inspiring others to sing along, he was told to shut the blank up. <laughs> and it sounds like it's coming from two blocks away, too. And, and only, and I've got to watch this, and only a way that New York can show up. <laughs> yeah, you got to love New Yorkers. It's really not so bad. Most New Yorkers will tell you that yelling at other people is how they bond. <laughs> Probably, yeah. So maybe this is a beautiful magic moment after all, you know, just New York style. 
Oh. Hey, check it out. You never thought I was going to say this. You're, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Barrel of monkeys now worth more than a barrel of Alberta oil. Nuh-uh. It says so right here. You're making yeah. that up. The cost of buying a barrel of Canadian oil fell fell <laughs> to less than a barrel of monkeys on Thursday as the oil price again crashed to new rep levels. Wait, so there's actually a barrel of monkeys you can buy? Yeah, didn't you have barrel of monkeys when you got when you were a kid? The little plastic uh, monkeys that do this? Yeah, and how's that again? They go do this. Please, please tell me that's the part you're going to put on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Little what monkeys, do monkeys do? They do this, and then you see how many the, you can click the, together. The funny, the funny thing about that is you're actually the correct height. <laughs> so, uh, Western Canadian Select, that's the WCS, was selling for $6.45 U.S. a barrel Thursday, down $2.84 U.S. from a day earlier. That's below last week's record when it sold for as low as $7.63 a U.S. Uh, US a barrel. The WCS U.S. a barrel. It's a barrel. <laughs> it's a me. A bed of monkeys. Was there the anything w- better than a barrel full of monkeys when you were a kid? You a barrel ever, of fun. No, you get those. No, I'm talking about like when you're like five. No, I'm saying a barrel of fun. We had all the video games. That was But when you're like five and you get oh, that great. big, it, you get either a red barrel or a blue barrel. I bet I bet Alan stole stole. I bet he stole all of the uh, monkeys out of your or took one color out. No, he did not because uh, they were his monkeys. I never got toys growing up. Alan got everything. Yeah, figures. I got his old toys is what I got. That's just sad. Well, made me the man I am. That's just sad. <laughs> I say again, that's just anyway, the price averaged 3682 US a barrel in January. Uh, to put that into perspective, a barrel of Alberta oil is now worth nine dollars and eight cents Canadian, which is less than a barrel of monkey game a barrel of monkeys game, a litter a litter a liter of Petrelli extra virgin olive oil or a thirty gram tube of polysporin, each nine dollars and ninety nine cents. At London Drugs, they're all over the map with this, aren't they? They really are. But what they're the point is, you can get a lot of stuff for the price of a barrel full I just want of to know oil. Where can I where can I buy the monkeys? Is what I want to know. Anywhere. The impact, I bet the, you can get them at Wally World. Have have E bring you some home. I'll come over and play. You know, I'm thinking about I'll come over and play. <laughs> I wonder is there an actual game because we never played a game with. We no, just, we you just. I bet there might be an actual game to it. Yeah. We just hooked we never, them together. We, we, did, we just hooked them together because we were stupid. <laughs> we were like, we just opened it up and thought, oh, cool, monkeys, and just played with them. Hey, we look, really think, they're doing this. You know what? I, I think we were today years old when we realized that was a game <laughs> we were supposed to have rules to play by. Well, they called it a game here. It's a barrel full of monkeys game. Be. We'll have to look it up in a minute. All right. The, Im- the impact of prun- uh, prunging. Huh. The impact <laughs> of plunging prices has forced a number of Canadian oil producers to slash their capital spending uh, this year and trim back production, but some analysts believe oil prices could still get much lower. Crude oil from Canadian oil sands could well approach zero over the next coming weeks, um, says a research note from JBC Energy. Even if cash returns turn negative, uh, it's not a given that production will be shut in, especially in he- This is boring. Others say the oilsmen, but anyway, here's the deal. Cheaper than a barrel of monkeys. Okay, here I just I did some research while you were speaking. I totally skirted that into that story because it was boring me to sleep. That's okay. We get the point. You could buy a barrel of monkeys, or you could buy a barrel of oil less than 
you could spend on a barrel yeah. of monkeys or something. But you like can't that. put a barrel of monkeys in your gas tank. Okay, here's the rules for a barrel of monkeys. You ready? Mm-hmm. You pick up one monkey by an arm, hook the other arm through a second monkey's arm, continue making a chain. Your turn is over when a monkey is dropped. So we were playing it right all along, just didn't realize it. We and, could have been we could have been betting some some cold hard money on that. In addition then. to these basic instructions, the barrel also contains instructions for playing alone or with two or more players. I'm today years old when I figured that out. I, I never did not knew know that, that either. Game. Thanks. See no. see what you learn on the weird podcast? Wow. Things like that. Oh, it's my turn, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm still pondering this whole monkey thing. Headline is Police deal with youth in Shipley who mooned Donuts? Who mooned and offered threats. <laughs> and shocked them, stunned them. Have you ever mooned anybody? No. <laughs> That's not like shooting. I didn't ask you if you killed anybody. Did you? Have you? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. I remember that's just, that's just cruel and unusual. I remember mooning got big in the late seventies after Greece came out. For some, no, as you as you get older, the mooning gets bigger. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, police have dealt with a youth who mooned them as part of an antisocial behavior. That's the ASB. crackdown. They're they're having an ASB crackdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in Shipley, officers were responding to reports in Shipley. Bilden, Minston, and Burley over the past two weeks. Okay. That sounds like a law firm, doesn't it? Yeah. The offices of Shipley, Belden, Minston, and Burley. We've got you covered. Have you been injured in an accident? (laughs) Have you been injured by sitting in your house during the corona (laughs) epidemic? Excuse me, pandemic? One individual received a community resolution for public order. I guess that's a ticket. Uh, The youth bared his bottom. In quotes. He bared his bottom. He bared his bloody bottom. Wait, my, my band name for today? Yeah. Bared, bared his bottom. <laughs> Two officers who also swore at them. He offered to fight them. Put them up. Put them up. Put, put, put them, them up. up. He offered to fight I them and, th- you. and threw stones at them. I wonder if it was uh, Mick Jagger or Keith Richards. Yeah. Which, which one? Probably, probably Keith because there's more return on investment. <laughs> I love that picture you posted on Facebook. Of the st- every, all the stones wearing masks except Keith, and he's like, <laughs> "Did I post that? I thought you did." I don't remember. I'll take credit for it. All right. In total, more than twenty ASB sanctions were issues to youths. Uh, this is hard to read because it's, it must have been written overseas or something. The punishment included yellow ASB warning letters served in front of parents. Oh, good lord, not the yellow ones. <laughs> and an acceptable Please. behavior Please contract. Not the, yellow ones. the ABC. Some of them got ASBs and some of them got ABCs. And wow. ABC means that the There indi- is the easiest one, two, three. The ABC means that the individual recognizes the effect their be- behavior has had on others and agrees to stop. This is like common core math. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, he mooned a cop. He mooned a cop. That's funny. Get to the part where they go to prison and have a fine up to 5,000 pounds. Police can also give out a criminal behavior order, also known, Craig, as the CBO. That's the CBO. I got all their albums. Uh, this is more severe punishment. Crockman burner overdrive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right. Breaching the C- CBO can lead to five years in prison and or a fine of 5,000 pounds. I think Alan weighed 5,000 pounds at one point. 
I don't think he does now. He's lost a few. You're just <clears throat> you're just really savage with him today, aren't you? Parents have been offered, and they've been very supportive of the police action. It's very important to build up a to Halloween mischief and bonfire what? night that ASB has tackled early. Tackling antisocial behavior is critical to building public confidence and is not tackled. It can be a blight on the lives of the people living within the communities. Where is that person from? Dealing with antisocial behavior remains <laughs> like a key England or something? priority for us. <laughs> what is wrong that, with you, that, man? That hurt me. That what? Hurt, literally hurt me. Play the little diddly-doo. You know what you're doing over there? Yeah, man. You're supposed to be talking... Talk, talk okay. for a second. Say uh, something. Uh, talk. What do you do? Do you know how to use the equipment? Ooh. Time for the Mark Patch Top 10. This Top 10 list comes to us by from thetop10s.com and markpatchmusic.com. Or Mark Patch, is it markpatchmusic or markpatch.com? Just Google Mark, M-A-R-C-P-A-T-C-H, and music. I I, you put me on the spot. I can't remember. Top 10 famous people infected by the COVID-19 virus. I already see a couple, couple here that aren't even, what? Aren't even on, on, on here. Are they only people that are still alive? Uh, yeah, must be. I don't know. Maybe okay. not. I don't know. I'm telling you right now, John, John Prine's not on this list. No, he? but this is a the top 10s.com list. So <laughs> we can't expect any accuracy whatsoever. <laughs> is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Number 10 of the top 10 famous people infected by the COVID-19 I ain't scared. Virus. I ain't scared of no virus. Number 10, Prince Charles. Number nine, Boris Johnson. Number eight, did not know this, Jackson Brown. Yes, sir. Why do I get number seven? I don't even want to say that name. Say it. Top 10 famous people infected by the COVID-19 virus. Number seven, Harvey Weinstein. Number Big six, Rand Paul. That's a bummer, but he's doing well. Uh, top 10 famous people infected with the COVID-19 virus. Number five, Donovan Mitchell. Who's that? Oh, no, he's a basketball, basketball player. Number four, Kevin Durant. Number three, I have no idea who this is. He was in, um, well, I've been watching him in the office. He plays, um, uh, well, he's he's a short period of time. He's in the office in season five. He was also in. Um, is that the season where uh, Michael's out of the picture? It's where Michael quits. No, he hasn't left the show, but he quit to start his own paper company. And uh, Idris Elba, am I pronouncing his name right? He comes in as Charles, I think is his name. He's the guy that's uh, taking over. And um, he's also in the Thor movies. He's the guy that like guards everything. Oh, they look yeah. Through, they, they look through his eyes. Yes. When they were look, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. really cool. Idris he's, Elba. He, he's blowing up right now. He's huge. He's number three. He might be blowing up because he's got cor- Corona. Well, I hope not. I hope not, and, too. Uh, Number two and one are, are, are two for here, but uh, they're a package deal. Number two of the top 10 famous people infected by the COVID-19 virus, Rita Wilson. That's Mrs. Tom Hanks to you. Number one, top 10 famous people infected by the COVID-19 virus. And he's all healthy now. He's over it completely, Tom Hanks. Man, I tell you what, why is John Prine not on this list? Well, probably because these show notes I put together like three weeks ago. He was already infected, though. But he wasn't on the top 10 list, man. You know, you know I've been listening to, uh, I admittedly didn't listen to John Prine over the years, although I knew his music. I just didn't cross paths with it. And I started listening to Bruised Orange, which is from like 79, I think. Yeah. And I've been listening to it like nonstop. It's such a good album. I've checked that out. He's got so many that are good, but Bruised Orange is just, uh, 
I just love it. It's such a good album. It's so sad. So yeah. sad. Yeah, it is sad. But now he was pretty much up there. I mean, he was old. Well, he had a secondary condition too. He had a pre-existing because he had cancer, and they had. You know, he was more susceptible, I think, from that. Uh, from that alone, you know, he had the throat cancer or whatever. So. Yeah. But anyway, very yeah. sad. Very sad indeed. There you are. That's going to take us to the top. We're heading on out of here. I'm going to commute myself back to the sofa. How long is your commute from here, Craig? Uh, four steps. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening. Episode, what is it, 332, I believe. Something like that. 333. 333. All right, man, go listen to Bruce Orange. That's my recommendation to you. I'll check that out this week. I'd like to say hello to my pops. Stop by to see him again. They're doing good. I'm glad to know it. Keep them safe, man. Uh, he always asks about you, and I don't know why. Uh, he's a great guy. Your parents are great people. Good Thank people. you. Thank you. I don't know how you ended up the way you did, but uh, my brother. They're, awesome. they're awesome people. You can blame Alan for everything that's this. I'd, I'd say your, your, your parents are what we call keepers. Yeah. <laughs>